for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culture PlayStation podcast for 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years in their games. Many can buy much. Thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. We really should change that. It's been, it's Might been be certainly more than that now. Might be 12 now. A year's passed. It's now 12. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 12. It's at least 12. Uh, but this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify at 9am on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, you can come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and X. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this position pod. If you are watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, follow, comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you watch, if you're listening to us on uh, podcast services, but uh, you know, leave five star review, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, if you want to support us financially, you can at Patreon.com/slash/popculture as well as our merchandise store. But of course, the comment says shop. We can buy shirts, other assorted shit, with our logos on it. Welcome to the new year, everyone. It's only a week later, uh, but I hope you're all doing well and enjoying the new year. Happy New Year, Max. Well, you've been you've been just talked to off screen. No, oh my! So, fun fact: the reason why we're recording late tonight is because for those both on, YouTube, uh, on Twitch, we are a half hour late. The um, my children decided to both wake up at the same time. Hadley's bedtime is normally seven thirty, mm-hmm. and um, her and her mum got into a little bit of a tiff because Hadley was picking her nose, and and Ali wanted her to wait for a tissue. So she's like, "I don't want mum anymore. I want dad." I'm like, "Okay, I'll come and lie down with you." And we're lying there. She's like, I've got to do poos. I'm like, okay. Gets up. And then Allie came in about five minutes ago. She's like, oh, I could take over if you want. I'm like, all right, just to let you know, she's already done poos, apparently. And Allie's like, what do you mean apparently? I'm like, well, she sat on the toilet for like 30 seconds, really quickly flushed the toilet, ran and washed her hands and said, okay, I'm ready for bed. She's now on the toilet again, retaking the dump that she told me she took. The cor- retaking the correct dump. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So I can hear really strange noises coming from like behind me where the toilet is. And my wife's holding her hand while she's sitting on the toilet. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love and it. Fun fact, that's not the first shitting story that I'm gonna talk about oh! tonight on the <laughs> oh. You know it's you know you know we're back when there's poo stories uh happening. That's exciting times. That's absolutely exciting times. But yeah, welcome everyone back to New Year. As you as you would have seen on the YouTubes uh, and some of our socials, we we have I, I have done the rebrand that I said I was going to, that we said that we were going to do. We we're gonna uh, you know put everything back. Uh, sorry, not everything back. Move everything to for the players as the as the key branding across what we do. And the the reason being is you know the pop culturist as it stands, which is a brand that I have made. I don't know what, yeah, decade ago at this point. What, what? Sorry, I looked across and my daughter's just mooning me from. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, so it's a proud amount a decade ago when we did a, we did a lot more uh, variety in our content. There was a, you know, there was the movie show, the you know, the gaming show, 
Uh, we talked comics, we talked TV, we did the wrestling show for a while. But uh, over the last couple of years, it's pretty much just been this. So I was like, well, why are we not just doing that? Like, it, it'll help with search. It'll help with pretty much everything. So why the hell are we not doing that? So I did. You know, originally I was like, oh, brand recognition. And then I, re then I realized that even with other all the years we've been doing this, no one knows who we are or really cares. So we could kind of do what we want. So I am. So we are. Why not? You know? And look, <clears throat> what's one of those things? We've been doing this for so long. Maybe Wonder. like we can get a second resurgence out of this. Who knows? It's very unlikely, but maybe we could. Who knows? This Who could knows? be our renaissance. This could be our renaissance. This could, you know, um, this could be our Star Wars sequels. Ah, that's not a good reference. Uh, but yes, so yeah, so back in the new year, how was your break been, Max? Or how'd things go? So I had I had the nine <laughs> fun fact. Just just while you were while you were doing that uh, little little speech, I downloaded the entirety of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Hey, you nice. talking about it has reinvigorated me to actually play through it. Now. Oh, I'll talk about my run with Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven shortly. As for, as for my break, I had I had the nine days off between Christmas and New Year's, mm -hmm. and I did three days of Christmas three days of christmas is bullshit and i never want to do it again yeah and i didn't feel like i really got a break yeah oh, no, i feel that's so i'm in the same boat so with my job i had two days off which was christmas day and boxing day uh, and then new year's day and that was really about it i mm. i worked pretty all weekdays throughout that time it felt like i really didn't do any breaking at all mm. so i'm still just exhausted too Woo! as you can see by my yawning as we record this yeah. Oh. But yeah, yeah, look, I'm in the same boat. Um yeah, Christmas was cool. Uh so I had my son for some of that time, which was lovely. Uh we did the first big Christmas here at this house. Uh so well, I've been living in this house for two years now, which is exciting. Um Yeah, this is the first time we had everyone we had here. So we normally go to my dad's. My dad's like, I don't want to do it at my house, come do it at your house, my deal. So he came over and he did all his incredible cooking that he does. And, you know, we made the, we had the outside looking all lovely, which is very cool. Um, and we did New Year's, which is the same as last year. It's very similar. Just very, like, chill and a little thing in my courtyard. Nothing too exciting. Uh, yeah. And then, a little, and like, not as much gaming as I wanted. Obviously, you know, working didn't you got, sort of got in the way of that, which was a bit poo. But uh, I did dive into into some uh, games over the break, and uh, actually, before I get into that though, like there is you know some little Christmassy gifts that I did get that are gaming related that I want to share uh, while I can. So one of the first ones. Oh, you want to go first because you got yours there. I did just sitting here. I got these. <sighs> so they are PlayStation speakers with water in them, but the idea is that the water in them it lights up and it responds to the audio yeah so, so it's got a microphone in it and it'll it'll pulse with the with the music nice. kind of cool yeah and like you yeah you're because they, they came from uh nanny k your mum, and yeah. in some random shopping where she lives in queensland she was going to send me one as well however like it just those weren't they couldn't she went back and they weren't there <laughs> it was like some rando like nqr clean like, setup. Tk Max. I don't know what that is. 
But as I mentioned, so I I got some very on brand Christmas presents. Uh, so my partner Phoebe, she uh, had purchased this for me, which is oh let me do this. This is the God of War Lore and Legends book. So it's uh, made after I think it was what's the idea is it's released after the first game, so God of War twenty eighteen, and it's written uh, it's it's written as if Atreus was speaking to the author, and it, it, they talk about everything that they do during that journey from um, Ragnarok, uh, sorry not from Ragnarok, from the shack all the way through to uh, Jotunheim at the end of the game. So it's awesome in that perspective. You get some really cool insights from uh, from Atreus and all the little creatures, little extra details. Uh, the book is, so it's kind of this raised uh, material. So it looks like the ogre skin uh, and it's got the big, uh, big yellow hand on the front, the omega symbol on the back. It's awesome. But, and it's all, it's, uh, so it's kind of, you know, d done as if it was some sort of text, uh, sorry, text, I'm like, you know written book so they've got uh you know the seams in the middle to make it look like a bound book all the drawings are kind of look like those charcoaly sort of drawings that you'd see i guess similar to that of um uh leonardo dicaprio's booby picture of kate winslet in titanic that was a charcoal drawing that was lovely um the drawing not the boobies but that boobies were all right too i suppose uh <laughs> Uh, and then the other thing that I got also on brand uh, is this. So this is the art book for God of War Ragnarok. It's the ultimate edition, the fancy pants edition. So this came from uh, my housemate Ange, which is lovely. It comes in this big honking box and there's the big the big book inside, all foiled. Uh, and it's just beautiful. Like look at, it, look at that. Oh, all the art. When you're a giant God of War dork like me, and like one of the things you just absolutely adore the game for is its art. Uh, it's this is a biggie, but you know, it's it's the it's the game, it's the lore, it's the art, everything about it. It's is beautiful, um, to absolutely incredible uh, nerdy ass presents, and I I absolutely love them. Because yeah, obviously Valhalla rolled credits on that over the break, so I think I I don't remember if I finished it in the last episode. Did I? you better have because you use it as your game of the year i did yeah i totally did yeah i did finish it. that's right i don't remember times times is the thing so i've gone back to that a little bit to try like sort of keep going and get as much of the story as i could because there is always more however weirdly i returned to a game and i don't know why that i hadn't played in the last three years and i went why not why not it had a it had a big old update recently. Uh, their 2.0, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, so I did play it at launch. A big thank you to the team over at uh, Bandai Namco Australia for providing us the review code. Um, at launch on PlayStation, it was shit. Absolutely shit. So I went, oh, I'm not playing this. And I put it away. And then with the, with the announcement, as you sit in your Cyberpunk share, might I add, uh, with the announcement of the, the 2.0 update, I was like, oh, maybe I'll give this a go. Maybe I'll go back. So I downloaded it after the 2.0. I haven't downloaded the Phantom Liberty yet, the DLC. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to give this a bill. And I just sat on my PlayStation, just sat there and as I waited. 
Uh, even when I transferred to the PS5 Slim, it still went with the transfer. I was like, oh yeah, Cyberpunk. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Never did it. And then out of nowhere over the, over the break, I went, you know what? I'm feeling... I was going to play Grand Theft Auto 5. I was going to do some more of the online stuff. And then I kind of didn't. And I was like, well, clearly I'm wanting some sort of open worldy, shooty, car sort of thing. So Cyberpunk was the choice. And uh, it's pretty good. It's like frustrating that it's good now. I say that because I, I shout on it pretty hard at the time, fairly so, because at the time it wasn't very good, and I, I would still argue that cyber that uh, CD Projekt Red, uh, as of a sh- as, as level of a shitty manipulative studio as any other gaming studio, um, they they did nothing but spew lies and and you know all all through the release of Cyberpunk and post. But to their credit, it only took them two years after it was after it initially released. They, uh, yeah, got, have got it into a great position. Um, the game looks great. It plays great. The streets are finally full of NPCs. There's cars around which that aren't yours. That's awesome. Um, like, there's the addition of, like, vehicle combat, which I could have swore was in the original, but turns out it wasn't. So that's fascinating. Um... The performances are good, like the same. So the the character of Jackie or J- Jackie Wells, which is the the friend that you'll make that you was the player, um, you know, meets. Th- their story is still tragic, and uh, it still hit me as hard as it did the first time, which was lovely. Um, I'm admittedly a lot further now than I was the first time I played it, um, and I it was honestly easy to just lose time to it. Like, for me, I don't tend to really, like, you know, like, hammer down into into one game often just because ADHD is a bitch. But I found myself just thinking about this, playing this, you know, just giving it everything. Um, I'm not doing a lot of the uh, cybernetic-y sort of stuff. I am just kind of playing it as I am. Uh, it's just me, and I go, and I upgrade my guns. I am playing it very traditional open uh, open worldy sort of adventure game action game uh i haven't done too much of the cyberpunk aesthetic specific stuff um but i am really enjoying it i'm enjoying all the side quests i redid the delamain uh side missions which is all about the sentient car so that was a ton of fun to do again um just because it's just interesting especially now in a world with like ai having such high prevalence um it's cool it's very very cool and as you mentioned a minute ago max you've read you've now re-downloaded it yeah i certainly have so uh, obviously you're you've had that pull back as well what's enticed you to to jump in i mean it was mainly just you talking about it um i've always wanted to go back i you know it it was one of my most look forward to games when it when it was releasing and it was it really was such a shame that it's such that it launched to such poor putting it mildly um poor performance and and you know um so hopefully now i can go back enjoy it i do like cd project red games i do like open world rpgs um i do like this cyberpunk theme i love everything or everything that it has to offer but it was just wrapped in such shitty wrapping paper when it launched that uh, it kind of turned me off. So hopefully... So how di- how far did you get into it the first time around? Uh, 
fairly far. Mm. Probably eight, ten hours, I think. Okay, well, yeah, so I'm certainly past that now, certainly. Mm. Um, Yeah, and it's interesting because, like, obviously the the Idris Elba stuff, Phantom Liberty, also has my attention too. But what's interesting about the DLC is it's weirdly positioned about midway through the campaign. Well, you can launch it from the start and play it entirely on its own. Okay, that's cool. Well, yeah, so I might just push through the main, um, finish it off, and then go back to it. Um, yeah. I'm still feeling it because I, I hear that performance is pretty fantastic. Um, but yeah, like it's, I, I'm, I can't even really, I can't really explain what it is that's pulling me through. I think, I think it is that it is quite character driven as, as well. Um, especially when it takes the better part of four and a half hours to even get to the splash screen the entire first five hours is just building on your character, building a relationship with Jackie, then building up to the highest that kind of initiates everything. Mm. Um, like that's a long time just to set up everything. And it really feels like the world is, is fleshed out. It's expanded. Like it feels living now, which didn't really the first time. Uh, it's, it's, but there are still like there are things that were still there in the first time I played it, you know, like the likes of Misty and Jackie and the Wells and and you know Deshaun and all these little characters they've had. Like, even though some of them had very short moments, like they felt fleshed out. They felt like they existed in the world and that they had presence. Um, yeah, so I, I have really enjoyed spending a bit more time with it than I than I did last time. Uh, actually, a lot more time with it than I did last time. And just having it run and be a functional game is is certainly uh, a big positive for it. Uh, what what else have I been checking out? Oh, we, we can't talk about it in terms of detail, but we can mention that we are playing uh, Prince of Persia, uh, The Lost Crown, which is the, the next game, the latest game to be coming out from Ubisoft uh, that is coming out later this month. Uh, we will be having an episode of More The Players, the Pop C PlayStation Podcast Extra, uh, dropping on the embargo, which is January 12. Uh, so you'll have, hear all our thoughts about that game. But speaking of games that are going back to, like uh, like Cyberpunk, you went back to another game. Yeah, I went back to a few games over my break. So I <clears throat> I, I, I dabbled in Grand Theft Auto V. Mm-hmm. Um, when it went free on PlayStation Plus Extra, um, I got my dad to install it. I'm like, hey, you know. Oh yeah, how's your dad? Before you get into that, how's your dad? How's your dad's gaming life going? They're still chugging away at uh, it takes two. Mm-hmm. They are for those who have played it. They are in the clock tower at the moment. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they're getting there. Um, they lose track of time when playing it. I was talking to mum the other night, and she's like, "She's like, what are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm making dinner." She's like, "Really? It's a bit early." I'm like, "It's five thirty. She's like, "Oh." We've been playing PlayStation for five hours. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> is, is your mum suddenly sort of understanding like the pull it had on you when you were growing up? I doubt that she'll admit to like, oh yeah, I get it. Because <laughs> parents I, uh, won't do that. But like it's it's funny. So the other day I had a I had a Facebook memory pop up. Um and I sent it to mum. Because it was something like, oh, here it is. Uh, 
Ah, it was it was right around the time the Final Fantasy thirteen came out, so back in twenty ten. Mm-hmm. And I posted on Facebook, I'm keen as a bean to play Final Fantasy thirteen. Worst mistake of my life. But Mum's comment was stop buying stop buying games, save your money and get a life. I'm like, Oh, how the tables have turned. Oh, <laughs> did you pull that out and give her shit? Yeah, I said I, I, I yes. sent her I screenshot and sent her I'm like, look at me now. Co host of a subpar podcast and no longer pays for games. <laughs> and look at you buying games like a like a dork and enjoying them, Mum. So yeah, so they've been playing they've been playing VR lately. They've been playing a lot of Beat Saber. I mean, like, wow, DLC is really expensive. I'm like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, it is. Three, three bucks a pop for songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yes, Strangers of Paradise. So, yeah, I was playing Final Fantasy Strangers of Paradise along with Grand Theft Auto V. Um, I'm, like, halfway through the story of Grand Theft Auto V. I'm replaying the story. Cause, oh, uh, I'm how a, are you finding it now? I didn't, I didn't play the story content um, on PS5. I didn't upgrade my copy to the PS5 version. I just got the PS5 version of online. It's real good. Uh, so, like, I, when I went back and played it again on, on PS5, I did it all in first person. Just to sort yeah, of, nah. because I could. Nah. Changes the game completely, by the way. Completely. I'm sure it does. <laughs> Betcha makes it worse, too. It makes it really <laughs> confronting, actually. Are you okay? Oh, we got wife check. I'm just making sure she's okay. I think yeah. both the kids are asleep. Just making sure she's alright. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she's gonna go have a uh, have a, a wine and a cigarette. She doesn't do either of those things normally, but she is today. <laughs> um, but yeah, GTA is just more GTA. Like the game's still good. There's a reason why it's still the powerhouse that it still is after 30 years on the market. Mm. <laughs> it feels like 30 years on the market. And uh, yeah, as for Strangers of Paradise, I played it back in, I believe, February of last year when it mm-hmm. when it launched. Um, shout out again to Bandai Namco Australia. Um, I actually played it as part uh, with Player Two, uh, with Paul James and one of his associates, uh, whose name for the life of me I cannot remember. Maybe it's Stephen. Who was Stephen? Possibly. Um, and I got about halfway through it at the time. Um, when we did uh, when we did our, our chat, so I revisited it. Uh, all the DLCs are now out. Uh, I played through all of the DLCs. Mm-hmm. I've now finished the game on the hardest difficulty. Jesus Christ! Uh, I got my average gear score from like all the way up to like four hundred and something. Uh, I've beaten all the bosses now. It's so it's it's a Souls like, but it's it's Neo. It's Neo with a Final Fantasy skin. It's by mm. Team Ninja. Um, it's by the guys who did Neo. Uh, it's very much um, plays exactly like Neo, uh, where you're 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 essentially putting on pieces of gear that slightly raise the num raise the numbers of all the all the stats that you need for the class that you're playing. Um, but unfortunately, in <laughs> in the end, um, in the end game you have to have the perfect builds mm. to be able to do anything. Like, you have to really use meta builds. You have to really max out certain skills. Otherwise, you just get one-shot by enemies. Okay. So I I think I'm done with it. Uh, I'm happy with where I'm at. The story took a turn that um, I could kind of see coming, but it was cool. Um, yeah. I'm glad I went back and finished it. 
Yeah. How, um, how, so how does it fit for you in terms of like Final Fantasy-ness? It's not a... Yeah, it's a, it's a weird... It's a weird pick because the storyline for it is it's supposed to be like this retelling of Final Fantasy, like the original Final Fantasy with the Warriors of Light and all that. Mm-hmm. But every level you go to is from a different Final Fantasy game. Okay. So like the first level is a pirate cove, which is clearly a riff on Sestasha, which is a dungeon in Final Fantasy fourteen online. Mm-hmm. And then there's, um, you know... It, there's an underground there's an underwater research facility that you go to which is clearly the submarine dock from final fantasy 7 um and you just go to these different locations um to do these quests and essentially you're trying to restore the purity of the four elemental crystals because chaos has taken over and has warped the crystals and all that stuff so you as a warrior of light you're trying to bring back the light and repel the darkness and all that fun stuff mm-hmm. um to to you know repeat the cycle so it's it's a hard sell to be like hey if you're a final fantasy fan this game's for you because it's probably not mm-hmm. but it's also not soulsy enough to be like this is a dark this is a souls born game you should play it regardless of what the story is it's it's that weird it's a very niche <laughs> yeah it's a, it where did, you did seem like it sat in a real you, weird space where, where you kind of have to be a fan of both for it to um for it to click mm-hmm. so yeah and then the other the other game <clears throat> that i've been playing is i um finally came and took custody of our shared child you did you got the psvr2 so i picked up the psvr2 and i played a little bit of firewall ultra mm-hmm. so thank you playstation australia for that one it's not for me okay how uh, so so give it a, give it a bit of a rundown for those that may not know what fire ultra, <clears throat> firewall ultra is and then firewall. also why it isn't you for you <laughs> Firewall Ultra is a team-based VR shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, now, granted, I hadn't played VR in a very long time, so I will go back and visit this now that I've been playing VR a bit more. Um, but I got real bad motion sickness from playing it. <laughs> okay, yeah, I imagine it would be a little bit... I, I got real bad motion sickness. Um, so when you start up the game, you essentially do what almost every Call of Duty has done in the past, where you run, like... The, oh, the training course, where you got to, like... You run, the boot, yep. you run the boot camp, you throw the grenades, you shoot the guns, you, you do the flashbangs, you run through the doors, you shoot all the things that pop up. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, Shooting-wise, it, it shoots well. Uh, the game feels great, but yeah, uh, for whatever reason, and again, it could be purely the fact that I haven't played VR in a long time, It was I was just getting horrendous motion sickness from it um i barely made it through the training program before i'm like i need to i need to take a break and step away um so i haven't gone back yet um but i will because i i want to i want to give it a fair a fair go um the other game in vr that i've been playing is the classic beat saber Mm -hmm. uh just to get you know try and get my legs back uh, I downloaded the demo of Demio, which is the oh, yeah. tabletop RPG simulator. Um, I think I'm going to purchase that game. That game was rad. Uh, it, you know, you sit at the table, you roll your dice, you move your minifigure, you fight the. It's cool. It's everything you kind of want in a tabletop RPG without, you know, actually having 
the tabletop RPG. It looked cool. Um, some of the some of the movement options were were a bit jank. It's, it was uh, to like move the camera around the table. You had to. It wasn't just like grab and move. It was grab and twist, and the twisting motion wasn't quite working the way it it, it was saying that it should. And the last VR game that I've been playing is the Foglands. Yes, this, this was a this was an interesting one. Um, this popped up in I was going through Keymail, which is a website that you can use if you are a content creator, and be like, "Oh, what games are we interested in checking out?" Uh, and it caught my interest because it was like a roguelike uh, VR game, and obviously you're a huge fan of roguelikes. Mm. I had just been playing Valhalla. I was like, "Oh." why not i haven't played it yet because you still got the vr but how'd it go so i've done two runs so far so the premise of this game is it's a, it's a sci-fi western oh yeah that's right i remember i think, uh, we, I think this is originally shown at a state of play yeah uh and the big gimmick is your there's a fucking gigantic rock worm living underneath your settlement and it's destroying the settlement so your job is to go down and fuck it up Okay, that's fair. That's the, that's the thing. Um, so you do your first cycle, you inevitably die, you get pulled onto the train where you meet the 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 the, the collector. I think his name is. <laughs> um, basically, he's just a fucking creepy dude in a big big black hat. He's the he's, yeah. he's the character on the on the the thumbnail. He's in the art, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, hey, I'm I'm. I'm going to keep bringing you back until you get the job done. Once you get the job done, I'm going to let you die. Mm-hmm. He's like, you will you will not be immortal forever. This is, you know, when you have a purpose to serve, I'm going to help you. Here are the cards, and he flashes you a bunch of cards, which have all your, like, stat upgrades and stuff. So essentially, what you do is you start the run at a kiosk, and you're like, hey, I want to buy some weapons. Your pistol is always free. You're always guaranteed a pistol. Mm-hmm. You can buy other equipment like grenades, stuff like that. All, all the things that you can normally purchase in, in like, shooting roguelites. You go down and you do the run. Each room is different. Each run is different. And then you essentially what you're trying to find are purple lockboxes. The purple lockboxes contain the cards with the upgrades on them. And you get a, you get a pick three. So pick one of three. Um, the game shooting is great. Um, but its melee combat is horrendous. So, um, like every VR game that has shooting, it has you run like a tutorial area where it's like, this is how you pick up objects, this is how you shoot, this is how you throw objects, um, this is how you punch. So essentially there's a boarded up door that you need to punch. And it took me so long to just punch the planks off because it wasn't ready. There was no hit registration between, because you have to take your thumbs off the thumb pad to punch. So you can't move or look at the same time as punching, which is really, you know, annoying. Interesting. Okay. Um, so the gameplay... So I know with the additional of, like, the in-finger buttons that you can use that to grip, etc. Always have the in-finger button held down to hold your gun. Yeah. Gun's not magnetized. You always have to be holding the gun. The second you let that go, your gun fucking drops. Um... Which is fine. The reload function's easy. You hit the triangle button because uh, it's like a magnum pistol. It comes down and then you flick it back up and it'll automatically reload as you yep. flick it up. Because like, with uh, like Resident Evil like, uh, 8, we haven't, I haven't played 4 yet, but I've got it downloaded ready to go once the VR returns. Yeah, you've got to like, you know, pop the clip and put it in and slide it back. It's so, fun. You know, that, that's cool. 
Um, but yeah, the, the, as soon as you run out of ammo, you have to punch. And punching's not great. You can throw objects at the enemies, um, and it it does something that I really like with the throwing. Because um, throwing in a lot of games in VR can be kind of jank. It's kind of hard to aim. This uses the eye tracking. Wherever you're looking... It doesn't matter how you. It doesn't matter how you use the throw function. You're gonna fucking yeet it right where you're looking, which Perfect. is great. Because like you have to throw bottles across rooms to hit targets to lower doors and stuff. So it'd be really frustrating if you couldn't hit it. Mm. Um. So yeah, like I said, I've done two runs so far. I haven't gotten very far in either of my runs. It looks great. It feels great. I turned off that 45 degree snap turn and just put smooth, yeah. smooth turning on. Um. But yeah, it plays really well so far. Um, there's a lot of NPCs in it that kind of have story beats to it, which is kind of cool. It's very interesting for for a roguelite to have that kind of. Um, but yeah, so far I'm really enjoying it. So yeah, I'll I'll drop the VR back sometime this week and mm. I'll let you have a bell because it it is very it is very fun. Yeah, because I'm keen to give that a that a run. It does look appealing, and what you've explained to me then, even with the jank of the. Uh uh of the punching i'm like oh you know i still want to check this out because yeah similar to resident Evil 4 vr mm. it just looks fun except the last time i did play vr i played uh well two times the last two times i played i played resident Evil 8 village uh and i thought i was my insides be- wanted to become my outsides i nearly died the second one was uh hello neighbor search and rescue which also made me want to vomit and die and which and the both of them were out of nowhere too it wasn't like oh you fell and then you got unwell it was just like you feel sick now. I was like, oh, <laughs> gross. Yeah. Which, is, which is interesting. But no, we'll be sure to check that out. So big thank you to the team for providing us that review code. We will have more to say as we go. Right now in Australia, it's warm as shit. Like I'm sweating profusely in this room right now. I've, I've had my air conditioner running for like three days straight. <laughs> yeah. So to like strap a VR to our heads is a bold strategy. Um, but we'll be uh, sure to, to spend some more time with it. What are the other things, because, you know, like, with, with the addition of, you know, God of War Valhalla, and, like, roguelikes were never really a genre or a, 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 that I really cared for. Um, but, you know, I was open to them, and, I tried, and I've tried them, and I'm enjoying them. So, same, I think Death's Door was the one that made me go, oh. And then Hades, I was like, oh. But... Hades 2 this year? Oh, yeah. What has me... What caught my interest over the break as well is I went back and played Cuphead. Now, mind you, I haven't played Cuphead since, like, 2017. Easy. Right? Well, at least, like, a long-ass time ago. And uh, I've come a long way as a person in that time. Uh, I have a, I have some days I have a lot more control over my emotional well-being than I did previously. And I now have medication to assist with that. Shout out to uh, ADHD and Ritalin. So I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna play this in my peak Ritalin window. Like right in the middle of the day, the meds are kicking in hard. Let's give it a go. And I did so much better. And it's one of those things where like, I remember playing it X amount of times ago. And buddy, what's in the chat? Cuphead slaps. Great game. It, it most certainly is. I don't know what it is, like whether I've just come further as a game player in the last couple of years, uh, or my patience has gotten better, or the medication, I'm not sure. Are you finally implying that you've gotten good? 
Oh no, I've not gotten good. I've gotten better. <laughs> not gotten good. I've gotten adequate. Yeah, <laughs> okay. and you know, it was just like oh, like, I was got into the motion of it really quickly. I, I read the uh just the 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 sequence of the the of the the bosses uh better than i had before which is you know better than me explaining it right now of course because it's it's late and my i don't have medication in me right now um but yeah i got back into the swing pretty good i enjoyed it i still love the style i still love the whole setup of it and i think for me and my own personal like oh yeah that's rad was me essentially going oh i died again okay let's go again so you know and like i don't have that like fucking that i would have like years ago where i want to just like give up and go fuck this game i'm out didn't have it if i was to play it right now i totally would have that response but like in good good brain window that game rules absolutely rules uh buddy watson now you need to funnel that energy into your 2024 draft picks yes this, we'll get into that in just a sec before we start the uh, before we start the news. Um, what else have I been checking? Out? I went back into so my son. We have been watching um, Jurassic Park movies again with him. He's never really seen them, so we've been watching them. And then from there, we pulled out Jurassic World Evolution. So we did a little bit of uh, you know theme park building for Jurassic Park. That was fun. That game still rules. Um, what else have I been playing? Uh, we we booted up Midnight Suns again today marvel's midnight suns so with my son um oh. spending a lot of time playing <laughs> spider-man 2 sorry for some reason i had midnight club in my mind i'm like damn that's a fucking weird game to pull <laughs> yeah my, you know, my son likes spider-man so i played midnight club just to confuse him <laughs> uh yeah so he's been playing spider-man 2 a lot which he's just as he always does so for Christmas, I got him a copy for his house, so he can play. Um, he can play Spider Man Two at home. So he's now finished the game no less than seven times, without even without New Game Plus because it's not out yet. Uh, he's recently discovered photo mode. So over the last couple of days here and a couple of days with his at his mum's, he has just been fucking around in photo mode so he's been taking photos of you know cool little scenes when he's fighting people or when he's swinging across the city and like no joke they're actually pretty good like legitimately really good like i think he's played the game so much that he just seems to nail how like spider-man works or what makes a good shot because it's almost just innate that he's like oh i'm gonna put the camera here or if i do this or i capture it at this time it'll look like this and then on top of that he's he's like he's picking um you know good suits that like that are visually appealing like some that have a lot of neon and so he'll you know he'll find a shot that's in the dark and then kind of take a photo of it when it's in the dark and to sort of get that neon pop and is is dope so like i'm just sort of supporting him the best i can and being like yeah man let's take a thousand photos fill my console up let's go um so that's been fun and hopefully when new game plus drops this month or next we'll we'll run through it again because i'm sure he will but then, yeah that's why i went to midnight suns i was like well let's play a different marvel game and then because he hasn't played a lot of um rts especially your uh oh what what's what's virtuous made in the past or what are they known for XCOM, thank you especially XCOM stuff so what I, I was the controller and we would plan like what do you want to do we only played it we only played like a couple of things just because he 
he got distracted by my partner's cat, which I'm pretty sure he's still playing with the cat right now. Uh, he's been obsessed with that cat all day. He's been chasing it around the house. It's adorable. Um, so he'd be like, well, how do we want to do He's like, oh, well, let's punch that one and then we'll knock, you know, judge by the cards that you pull. Well, let's knock that person into that person. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then he got really excited by um, Fallen Venom. Just visually, it's very cool. So that was fun. I, I might keep going at that a little bit. I never finished it for whatever reason. At the time, it just got distracted by something trying so that was pretty fun. So I did enjoy that. Um, oh, still played more House Flipper. I've, done, I've uh, now completed the Pets and the Luxury DLC. And I did uh, get myself the, the Big Farm DLC as well. Just because, you know, so I've been doing a little bit of uh, House Flipping farming as well. That's all good times. But that's pretty much all the games we've been playing. Is there anything else you've been jumped into, Max? Or is that pretty much it? Pretty much it. Damn. Long t- a long, uh, long chat about the games. Let's get... Before we get into the section about the news buddy in the chat mentions funnel that energy into your 2024 draft picks okay so normally the first episode of the year is our 2024 draft however because we had to catch up on some stuff that happened at the back end of last year plus all the games we've been playing over the break we will instead be having that kicking in next week so posts will be going up across our social media um this week that's like hey let us know the game so for those that may be new or may not remember how it works essentially max and i will do a a metacritic draft based on 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 video games and we each of us would pick eight each so we need a minimum of 16 games now the catch is we can only pull from the games list that is given to us so we go out to our communities whether it be on facebook discord twitter instagram barely use or or in or in the comments below if you're watching on youtube or you can dm us your suggestions we will make a pool and we can only pull from that so for whatever reason if no one said final fantasy 7 rebirth we couldn't use it but we would we put it in there because that's silly but no that the idea the gimmick is that we won't like you know we can only pick what's given to us so that'll be going we'll be doing that next week um and we'll be going through our picks now max you are currently so it's one for one for one for one at the moment and i mm-hmm. think you're on because we we've done three four 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 i think we're two apiece we're two apiece um so you are coming in as 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 a defending champion coming off last year which was lo- which is lovely congratulations again i uh, shat the bed so hard but um, I'm keen to hopefully not shit the bed this year. Um, I I did pick a lot of a lot of indies last year uh, under suggestion of Buddy, which paid off poorly for me. Uh, no, I just picked shitty ones. I picked, I, I relied on Destiny. Um, Silk Song didn't come. Suicide Suicide Squad didn't deliver or, or arrive. So that was fun. Um, you got some you got some some of the basic ones like your like Spider Mans etc. That really worked yeah. for you. I think your highest was Resi Evil. No, I think I... Did I get that? I can't even remember now. I don't remember. I don't remember. Bell, I so lost. The second, the second that I, I lost, went, fuck this game, I don't care anymore. Sorry. <laughs> so that that's that's a big part of that. But, um... So yeah, that's cool. But now, let's get into the section we call Inform the Players. We tell you about what happened uh, this week and since December in the world of PlayStation. Uh, well, we'll kick things off as we always do. Now, these have been out since last Tuesday, but your January essentials are a Plague Tale, Requiem, PS5, Evil West, PS5, PS4, and Nobody Saves the World. 
PS5, PS4. Uh, That's an easy start to the. I've already claimed them because uh, I, even though I haven't finished Plague Tale Innocence because mice are gross and scared the poo out of me, uh, I would like to play this at some point because it did look fantastic. Evil West, I heard good shit about, like very mm. PS2 sort of energy, which is interesting. And Nobody Save the World, I've heard, is good, but I probably won't check it out. But um, let's kick things off with some market, man- market manipulation. Oh. oh, this is so good. Uh, I, I chuckled when I saw this article. So France's antitrust regulator, the Autorat de la Concurrence, has handed Sony a fine of 13.5 million euros, wow. about 14.8 million US, after finding that it has used its dominant position to corner the market, specifically in the realm of third-party PlayStation ah, 4 one. controller manufacturing. Ah... So the Competition Policy International reported that the Autorite del la Concurrence said that Sony's implemented technical measures made it extremely hard for third-party controller manufacturers to compete. The body found that the only controllers that reliably work on a PS4 were Sony's DualShock 4 and other officially licensed controllers. Several issues, including frequent disconnections, plagued all others. The Autorite claims that Sony deliberately made guidelines for licensing controllers for the platform vague leaving third-party manufacturers in the dark. The body slammed Sony for the lack of its transparency in its licensing program, alleging it, quote, applied the criteria in a discretionary manner even though access to the program was the only way to avoid disconnections. Sony has yet to respond to the ruling and may choose to appeal. (laughs) Uh, They full-on iPhoned the shit out of it. Look, this is interesting. So... It's funny. When when you initially sent me this article, I looked at it and I was like, huh... I can't remember the last time that I bought a th- like a controller that wasn't an official controller. Like mm. would have, I mean, would have had to been PS2 days. But even then, like we were very lucky during the PS4 generation where we reviewed a number of controllers. We reviewed uh, the Thrustmaster, uh, the uh, the Eswap, the uh, Razer Raiju. Um, there was another one, and then you had your I'd scuff controller. Yeah, a scuff, and then of course the 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 DualSense Edge, you know, like like, but they're all licensed by PlayStation, mm. so they work. So I didn't even think about there being unlicensed because even it's gone, gone are the days of the fucking Mad Cats Turbo Elite. Well, it's one of those things because if you go to like PAX as an example, which we did, and you look at all the the stalls, many of them. Like, let's use PDP as an example, or Power A. They only have Switch and Xbox. There's no PlayStations. Now we know why. Well, I'm sure we knew why before, but like, it wasn't until you sent me that I went, oh, okay. Fascinating. But yeah, no, it is interesting. It's, it's, it's yeah, it is very similar to Apple's. Uh, your battery doesn't work now because we've clocked it. You know? Um, Buddy goes, too many to merch. I hate, lol, hate it. Which makes sense. So Buddy works at a, uh, at a tech distribution, you know, retail store. Um, so I imagine, you know, all the different variants. Because if you go to stores like EB Games, JB Hi-Fi, etc., like, you look at the, you know, Xbox controllers, there's a fucking shelf of them. But PlayStation is like, hits this section and it's predominantly licensed. Mm. so but uh how do you think like 
They're just, they're just gonna have to go. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, sorry about that. I mean, realistically, fifteen million dollars is probably nothing. Well, not even <laughs> that, but it's just like they can contest it and then make it more. Don't be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, there you go. Um, no, no, no. As I've just scrolled down a little bit, I've noticed you've not put the Insomniac stuff in there. We're just gonna touch. No, on I, ha- I haven't. We can touch upon it. I mean, we all know what leaked. Yeah, it's no, it's no fucking secret. But yeah. I didn't. Yeah. All right, but before then, let's get into as you may, uh, the the first press conference of the year is underway. Uh, so Sony's first press conference of 2024 is just days away at time of recording. Uh, but perhaps we shouldn't be ex- putting our expectations too high. The Consumer Electronics Show or the C- or CES will go get underway next week and is is. As is always the case, the Japanese giant will host its own press conference. Now, commonly, it's not just PlayStation. It's normally Sony as a collective. So they'll talk TVs, Walkmans, probably not, but why not? Maybe they'll come back. Sony Ericsson, bring it back. Why not? Fuck it. Let's go. Um, But they touch upon PlayStation at least a little bit from a more hardware-centered space. Uh, so as you mentioned, while we'd expect references to PlayStation, the focus on the event will quote showcase various technologies and initiatives that support creators based on Sony's purpose to fill the world with emotion through the power of creative creativity and technology. And so again, the other reason why this is in here is because last year they did announce the accessibility controller at CES. That was project Leonardo at the time. Yeah, and they demoed the PSVR too. Yeah. Now, granted, there's probably not nothing new in the works that they're going to show off. Uh, obviously, we know that there's the line of their bloody headphones and earbuds and all that stuff, but we yeah, know we, about all that yeah. stuff. They're coming soon, I'm pretty sure. Um, so... Yeah, because like with that in mind, like I'm sitting here thinking, like, what could they do? And yeah, I, this, I completely forgot about like the Audis, you know, those. Is, is uh, this where they're like, this is the fucking pro? Get ready, everybody! You just you just upgraded to the slim. Here's the pro. You got to sell that piece of garbage now and get the new one. That was my thought. Like my thought is, uh, is it the PS5 Pro time? Like we've had rumors up the bumhole about this. It has technically been three years since it dropped. We're heading into its fourth year. That is the round about the time we saw the PS4 uh, Pro. However, the circumstances has, are very, very different. I They might say that we're working on it, but it's not going to be like coming out this year or anything. But saying that the rumors are so f- you know frequent at the moment, is that just traction within the game space because no one's really said anything you have people like you know um tom henderson etc being like hey i'm hearing this but like as you mentioned with just the release of the slim playstation portal coming to australia this month next month they've had the the pulse exploit earbuds go out last year the pulse uh new headsets coming um PlayStation have really nailed themselves down as this boutique technology company. They've done it in how they're the design choices that they've made, how they're releasing products that are clearly designed for niche parts of their of their audience. Is the PS5 Pro the next thing? I don't know. Part of me wants to say cool. But I did just, I did just, you know, sell my PS5 for a slim. Am I going to get a pro now? Probably not. But that's me. But there are people that still, you know, they they are selling PS5s like crazy. Still. Yeah. So they they just hit 
over 50 mil sold. Yeah. Out, out, outselling Xbox 3 to 1. So if year. they're still selling like that, why do that now? Like, normally you should be dropping that once it starts to decline. So give it's, it another year, give it another 18 months. Because you know, there's always someone out there who wants that newest, latest, best, who wants to have the, 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 the top of top end and, and will upgrade. And that's normally me. But, um, you know, I bought the PS4 as it launched X amount of years ago, but I was living in a dual, inco- a dual income household at the time. I, I live on a single income and I'm poor and shit's really expensive because a whole financial crisis happened. That was awesome. Um, so, and a whole, in a pandemic. So like, I'm not rushing out to buy a PS5 Pro. Uh, I like the idea of it, but I also would argue that we haven't, we haven't fucking nailed the PS5 yet. Like, the potential of what this console should have delivered isn't being met. We're not getting mm. a, con- you know, we've only just started making PS, you know, like they're not making multi-generational games anymore. That's I, just I, I still, I, I want to also point out, it says 8K on the box. Yeah, it's 8K potential, but we are barely getting 4K. <laughs> barely. And like only, so. and that will only happen now that they don't have to cater to the next, to the last gen. Give it another 18 months, at least. They can announce it in a year, give it 18 months. At least see what proper next-gen games can be. I understand from an R&D perspective, etc., that they've invested all this money in, in, in the pro. Like, it does need to get a return at some point, but um, it's too soon. Too, too, too soon. Maybe they should just release the pro version as its base version next time and not have a mid-season update. Yeah, but then it's but then it's not a pro, is it? It's just a regular version. It should be the pro. Like this is what you want. Just, but then again, my, my other suggestion was going to be why don't they just do what Xbox did and release like the S and the X? Saying that though, apparently, even though PlayStation is currently selling more PlayStations from as you mentioned before, three to one on Xbox, the the market share of Xbox compared to its two, no one's buying Series X's. Everyone is buying S's. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. So the idea of, you know, he, here's the pro model and here's, a, and here's like a, a base entry one. And as Buddy in the chat says, the S is trash. It is. It's fucking shit. It doesn't have the potential to run everything at the specs at which it should. It is digital only. Like, it's just a glorified Game Pass machine. And... There is no reason, you know, there, there, I think there was this, uh, something recently where I think Phil Spencer was like, oh yeah, we have no interest in doing a mid-gen refresh because you're not selling any fucking consoles. Like, it's not about you, you know, like, once again, we're talking the console the, that was, I mean, that had the, the teraflops, Max. Well, that's the rumor from Jeff Grubb is that they're not doing a mid-season update. They're just going to launch their next-gen console two years before Sony. And no one will get it because they've got no games. But then again, I can say the same about PlayStation. They've also got no games. Like, aside from what we know is coming, which is Wolverine at some point. And the, and the rest of the Insomniac League games. Yes. But I mean, like, <laughs> what the fuck else is coming? Oh, Sony Bender's apparently cooking, according oh, look, to their Twitter that's post. Exci- that has me excited because I really enjoyed Days Gone. Right? Like, so I'm sitting here thinking, what are they going to do next? Right? So, you know, the God of War will likely go quiet because that's done and dusted. Um, Spider Man 2 just released. We may, you know, we'll talk that in a moment. 
what Insomniac are doing. Naughty Dog are releasing Last of Us Part 2 Remastered, not a new game. Uh, you know, Polyphony are kind of quiet because they just released Gran Turismo 7 and they don't do shit outside of Gran Turismo. Like, if you look at all... And then you've got, like, you know, Fair Games and etc. like, all coming. But, like, that ain't this year. And, like... And then you look over at what Gorilla are doing and you're like, well, you did Forbidden West last year. You gave us Burning Shores. Oh, no, sorry. The year before. You gave us Burning Shores. That was cool. You gave us Call of the Mountain. That wasn't you, though. That was Fire Sprite. So, what are you doing? Because we know you want to exploit the fuck out of that Horizon IP. Join that Netflix show. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, the Emmys were on today. So, we'll get into the quick bits. Yeah. The Emmys were on today, so let's do the quick bits. Let's no, no, just no, no, skip. we'll get into the quick bits. Because okay. there's a there's some related stuff. Okay, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so live service stuff. So speaking I of gorilla. I gave you the best fucking in. I don't care. And you're like, I refuse to use it. No, no, okay. So fans of Gorilla's ever growing horizon franchise. Uh the long rumored MMORPG spin-off Project Skyline is apparently still in active development. However, uh, there is nothing to suggest that it's actually coming to PlayStation 5 outside of being a Horizon game. It is expected to launch on PC and mobile mm. in 2025 at its earliest. And PS4, I think. Uh, no, the only listed titles, uh, the only listed platforms for it are PC and mobile currently. Mm. Ouch. According to a video game researcher, uh, Kurakastas, who's compiled a bunch of compiling tidbits and posted them to Twitter was subsequently picked up by Eurogamer. Um, Kurokasas posits that the project started back in 2021 using former NCSoft employees, resumes on LinkedIn and Facebook to construct a timeline, and that 140 people worked on it as recently as September in 2023. Further, we get a potential name, as well as a logo, courtesy of the company's domain registration records, quote, Land of Salvation. Kurokasas shows a job description highlighting the skills the company is seeking for seeking and glaringly indicates that the game is currently only being developed for PC and mobile. So, I remember there was some footage that went around of this alleged mm. Horizon uh, MMO. We've seen it. I want to play it on, on my mobile. No, I'm playing on my mobile. I'm playing play it on my fucking PlayStation because... Oh, you could play spoilers. your PlayStation Portal. Oh, wait, no, you couldn't because it only fucking share remote players. <laughs> still can't check that out by the way hey playstation australia i know you don't watch um but like you know you out you know shannon grixie got his the other day fantastic fucking love it i love to see it has me really excited to check it out i think padges organized one you know look i'm going to fucking wa for the wwe elimination chamber i want to take the portal with me and i want to test it i want to see can i take it to a different state and i travel every month at least every fucking three four weeks for work i want to i want to see how it runs if i take it with me into state and i leave my console here in geelong i would love to test it out and it would also be fun to play in bed because the backbone's cool but it fucking sucks at the same time um but yeah so like a, a horizon mmo big win i'd keen to check it out nc soft they well oh fuck what did they do um, uh, my my brain says Grand Blue Fantasy, but that ain't it. No, we did um, Guild Wars Two. Guild Wars. I've heard so many good things about Guild Wars Two, 
Um, I remember back in the day, my mate was like, yeah, and it's like, you got to fucking play Guild Wars 2. I'm like, I don't know, fucking playing PC games, you big dork. Um, now you're an, you're an MMO dude. From I, I play Guild Wars 2. Would, are you keen? Does this, any of this get you keen? She just said mobile. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> to me, to uh, me, it, it makes me think of, uh, Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact. I'm like, Ooh. I start right off. Um, any game that I can play with fucking mobile people at the same time on my console. I'm like, yeah. Uh, I'd imagine the reason they've not mentioned a P- like a console is because they don't know whether it's going to run on PS4 or PS5 yet. Hey, if it fucking runs on a mobile, it should run on anything. Yeah. True. There's no excuse for it to not run on a, on a fucking PlayStation console if my fucking sony ericsson can run it (laughs) 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 all right let's get into those quick bits now as i mentioned so the emmys happened today and uh the last of us hbo series won a handful now there's two nights apparently night one and night two so in night one we saw uh eight the big winner of no one was, 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 was eight awards. There we go. So they won the following. They won. Where are we? Uh, uh, outstanding prosthetic makeup for the last for the episode Infected, which is I think mm-hmm. when they did the, uh, the the clickers essentially, right? So that was a pretty big one. Uh, they also won as I'm scrolling down the list because I didn't just have I didn't just pop a list. Uh, outstanding special visual effects, which makes sense because there was some good CG. I appreciate that because not just like the clickers having, themselves. Having seen behind the kimono, there was some fucking oh, great yeah. CG. So for those who may not remember, we were very kind kindly provided early screeners from the team at HBO and Binge. Um, so we saw it pre visual effects. And then watching it, seeing the sh- clips later, holy shit. Like, we saw a literal scene where Bella Ramsey's walking through snow. She's walking towards a big blue screen. That's what we saw. And, like, this final episode where they see the giraffe, we saw a dude with a helmet and a fake giraffe head on with reference shots. It really took the emotional impact away. So to, like, see that and go, wow. But even then, it's not just those little things. Like, the, the, the visual effects that they use to make the world feel more lived in and, like, fucked was a whole next level of impressive. Um, outstanding main title design went to The Last of Us, which I agreed. The main title was dope. Uh, not the versions that we saw, which was placeholder name, placeholder name, placeholder name, placeholder name. Last of Us. <laughs> Still loved it though. Don't. This is no complaints and, at all. And our name bouncing around the screen. <laughs> yeah, without yeah, Ryan Betson everywhere because of copyright. Uh, outstanding sound editing for a for a drama series, which was When You're Lost in the Darkness. Outstanding sound mixing for a for a uh, comedy or drama series with the uh, with when you're lost in the darkness. Uh, they also won. Let's see. Uh, outstanding picture editing for a drama series, which was the episode "Endure and Survive." Uh, 
let's see. Uh, so, outstanding guest actress in a drama series, Storm Reed, one in the episode Left Behind. So, I presume that was the uh, the girl who played opposite, whose name fucking kills me. Uh, shit. character's name fucking ali was fans of her oh are you are you she played riley riley thank you god my yeah, brain just would not let that come out <laughs> but the big one and is probably the most deserving so far until we hear about night two because night two will be like drama the you know best drama series etc uh nick offerman won the award for the outstanding guest actor in the episode long long time congratulations nick offerman one of the best fucking episodes of tv i have seen ever well-deserved win do you think do you think it's going to get like outstanding drama series i don't know a lot of drama came out last year you're a lot you, you're a lot of drama yeah um yeah <laughs> Yeah, who, who knows? Yeah, who knows? We'll find out later. Uh, but Dragon's Dogma 2 uh, has released 18 minutes, as you've spelt it weirdly, uh, worth of new 4K character class gameplay to check out. Did this get you moist in your front area? Yes. This this may be one of my most anticipated games of this year. Oh. I'm so, so keen for Dragon's Dogma. Exciting. Uh, in a video published by Sony of upcoming games this year, Silent Hill 2 and Metal Gear Solid 3 Delta um, are both featured. So that looks, they both look to be coming this year, which makes sense. Um, Silent Hill 2 has me really keen, but also Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater Delta also looks fucking cool too. Two uh, of Konami's classics dropping this year, which big thumbs up for me. I'm going to play both those, no doubt. CD Projekt Red CEO Adam Kaczynski said, quote, we are not interested in integrating ourselves into any large entity, end quote. So essentially laying down the law of, hey, we ain't getting acquired. For now. No, they just, they just pretty much said we're not getting acquired, which is fine. Uh, Jack Black is Steve. Yep. Jack Black is playing Minecraft Steve in the, in, in I the I Minecraft I thought Jason movie. Momoa was playing Steve. No, apparently it's Jack Black. <laughs> That uh, makes sense. He's way more engaging than fucking Jason Momoa, but uh, okay. And finally, Ben Studio on Twitter uh, has responded with We Cooking to a query on uh, how the new IP is going. Yes! Give me some sweet Ben uh, Studio <laughs> action because like we talked about this in our Days Gone review back in the day. Like Days Gone felt like a game of a studio learning how to build a next generation game why they were building it like the game starts off kind of janky but gets it, it progressively gets better like from a developmental from a storytelling from a model from a character you fucking everything about it just gets progressively better as you play the game and having not played a, uh, made a game since ps2 with uh logan shadow uh filter it you know like it's awesome so which has me intrigued to see what their next game is because they're not jumping from ps2 to ps4 this time they're going from ps4 to ps5 that leap would be substantially less but i'm still keen to check it out um you be keen for some more sony bend i haven't played days what the fuck so i i don't know 
Don't know. Would you be open to playing Days Gone this year? I tried playing it all last year. No, I, I tried playing it the year I bought my PS5 because it was part of that pack. Mm. And, oh boy, is it a slow burn to start. And it I is a slow right. burn, yes. So apparently, rumor has it, uh, Hi-Fi Rush may be coming to other platforms and not just Xbox. Ah, yeah, I did hear that, and we heard it, so that's interesting. I haven't played it, so be keen to check it out. Play, mm. Microsoft suddenly uh, contemplating dodging this alleged uh, exclusivity. Maybe. Interesting. Maybe. Now, before we wrap up the show, Max, you did tease at the start a story about shit. Um, oh yeah, it would okay. be a show. Look, so, I had a shit so. story this week too. Went to the pool. Some kid shat in the pool. Not my kid. We weren't in that pool, thank Christ. But like, there was very much a, hey everyone, can you get out of the pool, please? And then some poor woman having to like straight up scoop a giant ass child made logs out of the pool. It's gross. Well, that happened to me the other day. But the kid vomited in the pool and had me not to leave. Right. Wasn't again. Wasn't my kid that threw up. No, sorry. Were you in that pool as they or you? Because we were in the we were in the pool that didn't get the poop in it. But then everyone no, we, came into we, our pool. We, we were in the pool that was vomed in, but it was on the other side of the pool. Oh, smart, lucky. So we just got straight out. The no, funniest so, part was when they're like, "We've closed the pool," and there's all these little kids that just aren't listening because if you want to, if you want an experience, what a bad fucking parent. Like if you want to experience what a, pa- a bad parent is, go to a public pool because they have the parents. And the kids have no disregard for themselves or any fucking one else, right? So there's cl- signs that clearly say pool closed, and I saw some some parent go, yeah, and the kid just ran in, and they're like, dude, can you not come in? There's fucking shit in here, and the kid's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. and the and the mom's like, oh, but look, why not? <laughs> fucking people. Yeah. So what happened was, I was I was playing. Foglands today, VR. You shat yourself during VR. I said, to, I said to Ali, I'm like, I'm going to go play some... Ollie's asleep, I'm going to go play some VR. I need to get some VR time. And she's like, cool, no worries. And then maybe 10 minutes into the run, I hear, oh, God, no, no, stop, please stop. Why is this happening? And I, again, thinking something horrible has happened. I'm taking the hands and I'm putting it down. And I walk out and yeah, yeah, is everything okay? And she's like, Ali's like, no, it's not. And I walk into Ollie's room. There's shit everywhere. <laughs> all over his feet, all over his legs, up his back, fucking everywhere. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to run him a bath. And she's like, yeah. So I, I get his bath together. We sit him in the bath. Ali cleans him off as best as, he, as she can before we get him in the bath. As soon as we get him in the bath, he fucking pisses everywhere in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> we have to put in that water, refill it back up. And it was just like a hot, fucking hot, shitty, pissy mess. <laughs> that is the best way to explain to having a baby. It's just a hot, sweaty, pissy, shitty mess. But the, last, the last thing you want to hear when you've got a VR headset on is... Oh God, no! Why? Please stop. <laughs> yeah, like did your pants fall down? Like, is there a busted water pipe? You know, is like what's what's happening? Yes, my son's pangus. Yeah, your yeah, your son's peen just was the bust. The busted pipe was his butthole, and he was pooping everywhere. Well, there you uh, go. That's what a perfect way to wrap up the first episode of 2024. Discussing exactly what we do in every show, which is us being parents and dick and fart jokes and poop jokes. So, uh, there you go. 
Well, big thank you to everyone for joining us this year, uh, for the beginning of this year. Now, as I mentioned, we have done all the rebranding, so we would really appreciate uh, if anyone is interested in sharing what we do. Uh, hopefully, by renaming the things as as the PlayStation Podcast that it is, we might be able to get some traction. But look, we've been doing this for a long time. Um, we understand that our peak was a number of years ago, but it would be, oh, fuck, like six years ago at least. Um, and like, we would really appreciate to be able to like have, you know, we're going to keep doing this anyway, but to get a bit more, some more listeners would be a ton of fun. Uh, I am looking at doing some extra stuff within the show, like maybe some shorts, stuff like that. See how I feel about editing and whether I can be bothered, um, you know, try to get a little bit more active on, on the socials, sort of maybe, maybe doing some in at the time um responses to stuff like i know after the insomniac leaks which we didn't touch upon here um but we'll it's, it's, we've been going long enough as it is you know i did a video we put it up on tw on twitter and stuff maybe some some responses like that um just to really focus down on that playstation stuff now that we like i'm clearly going no nah, this is what we fucking do we do playstation mm. and i thought that might be fun um, and there is only, you know, obviously there's only a couple of us that really do it in this country. Um, and, you know, shout out to our friends over at Explosion Network, uh, with their Platinum Explosion, but, you know, they're really kicking fucking some hardcore goals in the larger gaming space. So, you know, for us, like, well, while they're running off and doing the big gaming stuff, we're going to niche up and just really continue to focus on PlayStation. Uh, and the other, the third one, which I haven't heard from in forever. So good. Um, that Dan Allen's still doing his was at PS5 Central because even though somehow uh, he got cancelled, he's still around because that's how it works in games media apparently. Um, so yeah, we'll still we'll be around. We're still the damn thing. We're not cancelled yet. Probably should be, but we're not. Keep your eyes on socials for next week on the twelfth for our episode of More the Players. Correct. Hoping to do a lot more episodes of More the Players. I did say that the January of last year, and then we didn't do it mostly because of scheduling. Just got really sort of lazy. Um, and it's just about finding the things that are that are really worth having that extra discussion about, uh, and with the and the, having that lead time as well. Yeah. So with the benefit of, of of you know Prince of Persia. Shout out to um, the team at Ubisoft, as, as I mentioned earlier. We've got enough lead time to really pre-make some stuff and have that drop as <clears> the embargo goes. So lead time is going to be a big thing. Um, Ubisoft have been fantastic as of late, especially off the back of like Assassin's Creed and Avatar and uh, now Prince of Persia. Uh, PlayStation have always been fantastic to us, especially with Spider-Man. So I assume it, uh, hopefully as more things drop later in the year, like the Rise of the Ronin, etc. Um, hopefully we can get some early time with those as well. Um, but even then, if like that's on the presumption that, you know, we, we need to release it early or as embargo, I have no issue in doing something post release date as well if it, if it catches our interest it doesn't have to be that like you know as i said we're fucking nobodies no one's gonna watch our shit anyway um but let's at least have some fun with it like this is still one of the things that i adore the most in this world um so i, I would love to really do do more within the availability that i have like it's very unlikely that we're gonna i'm gonna go back to you know weekly streaming or anything because i just don't have that care and especially over the last year of bringing gaming back to me and not having to share it on socials has been a big positive for me enjoying games again so yeah we'll see what happens in the new year but uh yeah max you know what to do 
Well, everybody, this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to pay, if you would like to take part in future conversations with us, come and check out our socials: Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and X. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, mm-hmm. over Twitch.tv/popculturist, we can watch us record this show live. We can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation Pod. If you are listening to us on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you watch us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, comment below. I endeavour to answer every single comment. And if you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopculturist, as well as our merchandise store, popculturist.com pop shop. We can buy shirts, other sorted shit with our logos on it. Also, shout out to people that do still support us on Patreon, by the way. We haven't done shit on there. And like, we don't promise we'll do anything on there like ever. And I'm not going to promise that this year either because I, I, I'm not that guy. Um... But yeah, no, holy shit, thank you. Really, thank you. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players.